la 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 I'm glad you know it because you would have been a knob if you didn't. The best time to wear a striped sweater is all the time. <laughs> we love SpongeBob. SpongeBob is like so relatable and you can use it in all situations. I just realized this lady got a quilt on. This one dude said, how you, how you 23 and don't have your driver's license? Okay, SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I hear people in New York don't get their driver's license. One of my friends didn't get hers until she was 30. I heard that people in New York are going through an apocalypse. Bro, why is it so red? <laughs> it looks like they're in Blade. No, there's this movie that I watch on Hulu where it was, what is it, post, what's it, diastopian society? Yikes. Look just like it. New York is in a diastopian society. <laughs> It floods I, and Haiti I love and the hearing DR. the religious people tell it, uh, tell it, uh, New York. I told you, we told you to repent. Who the whole city? The yeah, the religious and the but the entire city needs to repent. Hey, I I don't know what religion they are. They, oh my gosh, there's there's a video game Diablo. They put up an ad on in Central Park that says "Welcome to Hell, New York." <laughs> Bro, what? Because Diablo's coming out next week. I mean, there is a place called Hell's Kitchen over there. Right, right. It's like, welcome to hell. And it's like the devil walking. You know what it is? Y'all was talking too much crap about Florida. Yeah, all that. And now look, Miami niggas are selling bags. Mm. They're selling bags of air to New York. <laughs> I was like, oh, one, thing about, one thing about Miami, they going to scheme, plot, and make a bag. Because, like, imagine you need clean air. I know, and there's plenty of it here. I know Lorax. I know the Lorax was from Florida. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, definitely yeah. see him bopping in, in the behind-the-scenes <laughs> credit. <laughs> Lorax bopping on my... Lorax bopping. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Shirley Dore. And Sarah Obama. It's your audio besties here, and this is Not That Podcast. Not That Podcast. Every Tuesday, we're sharing personal stories and giving advice on mental wellness, sexual pleasure, relationships, and pretty much whatever the hell we want. Need advice? Shoot us a text or leave a voicemail at 407-801-7556 or DM us at This Is Not That Pod on Instagram. Be sure to follow us and subscribe to stay in the know. If you like what you hear, leave us a review, please. Welcome to a bonus episode of This Is Not That Podcast. Hey. We are your co-hosts, Sarah Obama, a.k.a. Siwa Obama, a.k.a. Faskim Deuce. Deuce. And it's your girl, Shirley Dore, underscore. T. <laughs> 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 It's not gonna happen for the bonus episode. It's a bonus. You just you 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 know the vibes. We miss you. Heard y'all was looking for us. Heard y'all was looking for us. Not y'all commenting on our TikTok talking about it's been a hundred and ninety five mm. days since we heard. Bitch, here I go. Here I go. <laughs> I'm here. We're here. What's We're back good for another bonus episode. So if you look good at that, <laughs> okay. Please. Okay. So we're going to make a petition for our next season that we do not cuss. Like we need to make a list of do words to not say live on the podcast. We already have one. And I kept saying Neanderthals and then 
Um, I ain't gonna lie. It apparently it bothered some people. That you said Neanderthals? Yes. Apparently I I bothered some people. For say Neanderthals? I think I think it it's kinda like a it's kinda like telephone, right? I specifically said when I say can I say the word that I want to say? Yeah, you can. It's the last one. Okay. So wait, 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 wait. You can't. This is sponsored. Dang. Dang. We'll okay. just bleep it out. The the word the ninja word, right? So when I say ninjas, it is not gender or racially specific. There's no motivation for it. There are white ninjas there that are. be crazy. There are. There are some women ninjas that be acting crazy. Right. Ninjas is just another word for people. And therefore, I changed it from ninjas because we can't say that word to Neanderthal. Yes. I don't know if maybe y'all forgot the whole first. Yeah. The the, first definition, the the first explanation. Explanation. And just think that we're calling you Neanderthals. Yeah. But we're using Neanderthals because these episodes are sponsored. I cannot say and Ninjas. on top of that, that word, if used on the internet, causes issues. So I, it's going to get blocked. You know, like, you know, you guys can like willy nilly say what you want, but like we can't because we get shadow banned or our videos get deleted. You know what? I want to rant. Rant. Hit me I with think it. y'all don't want to listen. This is a podcast, so you have no choice but to listen. But for some reason, Y'all choose y'all definitions. Y'all choose what y'all want to hear. Y'all choose what y'all want to, like, understand. Mm -hmm. Everybody's responding to things based on their worldview. This podcast has, is not like, this is literally not that podcast. It's, we we literally let you know that. When Shirley said we were going to do a new podcast, she said, what did you want to talk about? I said, I don't want to argue with Neanderthals about nonsense. Mm -hmm. Why somebody told me this is a man bashing podcast. We have episodes on self-care. We have episodes on conflict resolution. We have episodes on entrepreneurship we have episodes on on stds we have episodes on like a whole bunch masturbation wars me where in god's green earth did we bash men i don't think i don't i feel like the reason why you guys say that is because you see one sound snippet and you take it and you form your own idea and nope, this person listened to a couple episodes. They only listened to the one where they saw the word men in it. That had to be it. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> this person is an avid listener. So I guess this is probably more about them not liking the fact that we are two women who are comfortable in our singlehood. I, it, it must be. I, I think because we don't have episodes where oh my god we're needy we need men we need to be in a relationship like we're not doing all of that that maybe this threatens you maybe Mm. that's what it is because there's no way this is a men bashing episode where we barely talk about men yeah no this this podcast is very strategically placed where we merge mental health with everyday life and culture like we talk about everything under the sun the only difference is is that we use the little education that we got a little bit to help people i think this 
this podcast is specifically different because we're trying to show you guys that there's a different way of seeing things. There's a different perspective. Like everybody feels like it's either one way or the other, like 50, 50, right? It's always, yeah, men should pay all of it or whatever is traditional. And then there's the other one that's like, oh no, I'll go 50, 50 with my man because we need to build together. And we're like, choose whatever makes the most sense for your relationship. It is what it is. Right? We, we, we don't stand on either side of the totem pole unless you're asking for our personal preference. If you want to build and you want 50-50, there are plenty of people who will go 50-50. Right. If you want somebody to, to, if you're a man and you want to take care of your family, you want to provide, there are women out there for you. Right. It is what it is. Right. Everything depends on your decision. We let you do the decision making. You do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. With this episode, this podcast is like our experiences, and we don't have to care what your opinion is. Right. A lot of the times, you guys think that people come online to talk to tell you their opinions so that you can neg- neg- negate it. That's not why we do that. That's not why podcasts exist. People get on these mediums to share their perspectives Mm -hmm. and have open dialogue between the two people that's posting it. And if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't. But we're not arguing. Yeah, we're not. We don't. We're not here to change your mind about anything. We're here to share our perspectives, our point of views. We're not here to change your mind. If you resonate, you resonate. We're not telling you what to do. We are just simply telling what we think, why we think that way, and we keep it pushing. Right. And sometimes we change our minds. Like, Sarah could say something, and I'll be like, you know what? That's a different perspective that I didn't know or I didn't think of. I like it. I'm going to add it to my toolbox. I want to be very uh, transparent here. We had this conversation and the the mics were not recording. So what we initially recorded, I would like to change it. Mm-hmm. I would like to change what we originally were talking about. Okay. I think sometimes men feel like we are bashing them because they feel like we hate them. Mm-hmm. Do you hate men? <laughs> Do I hate men? Um, it's a love, it's a love and hate relationship for sure. Um, because I feel like, and I was just talking about this previously, like two days ago where I was like, I don't like this formed attachment that we have with men to where, and I, maybe men feel the same way about women, but I don't like the fact that like you all, or I, I'm going to speak for myself. Mm -hmm. I don't like that I always feel like I need a male's validation to make myself feel better. And what I mean by that, like, not that I need you to tell me that I'm pretty, like, not not the male gaze, but the fact that I need to be loved by a man in order for me to feel like I have a full circle of life fulfillment. Like, for example, me and my family don't talk and I'm not bent out of shape about that at all like I'm like oh okay they're not in my life it is what it is I used to think that I didn't have a full circle but I realized I did like I felt very self-actualized but now that I'm single 
I don't feel self-actualized. I'm like, dang, there's peace missing. So while I like men, I can't stand the fact that that is an ideal that circulates in my mind. And if it's probably conditioning. It's, it's definitely conditioning. Yeah, it's probably about like just me having to see society just uplift the fact that you need to be partnered so much. But I don't like that. I don't like it at all. I don't like it. I don't like waking up. I'll go my whole day and I'll be fine. And I'll be like, oh, I should call that one. No, no, don't. You were fine. Why? You were fine. Why you need to call up? So in that, in that way, I can't stand y'all. <laughs> Why y'all in my head so much? I... I, I think because we're strong and independent, um, one, it can be misinterpreted as uh, masculine. We, mm-hmm. we talked about that on the last episode. But I also th- think that for me personally, it is a, I don't know if, if the word is defense mechanism, because I don't like BSing. <laughs> so, I, like I was telling, um, I was telling my friend Reggie, I was like, yo, when I start talking to somebody, I kind of start getting girly or, you know, like feminine and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. But the minute things are not soft or like the way that I like it, I go right back to being an Neanderthal because Mm -hmm. it's like I, I as a pretty girl. There's too much BS being thrown my way. Mm -hmm. There's way too much. There's there's men who don't know what they want. There's men who just want to sleep with you. There's men that don't have any money. There's men who need a place to stay. There's there's too much crap being thrown my way. Mm-hmm. And so I have this wall. I have this like f these Neanderthals. Like Neanderthals yeah. ain't right. I operate. I operate on the idea that like there are just people who just never really know what they want. Or there are those who are manipulating to get something that they want. Mm-hmm. And with that mindset, I it didn't I didn't have it before. Again, like I, I was one of those girlies that was like, whatever my man wants. I was I was the my, my man, man, my man, man, my man, my man. I was a my man. I was very submissive, very like, okay, your authority, I'm I'm not. But that is because I've always been in relationships with people who wanted to take care of me mm-hmm. and who was like you know I want to be your provider I want to be the head of household and they did whatever it took for me to feel like I was comfortable protected safe like that's where that came from mm-hmm. and when I finally dated somebody where I was the one that provided the security where I was the one that provided the safety where I was the one that was like okay you submit to me and I'm your alpha kind of thing yeah, it's kind of hard to shift from being a beta <laughs> to being an alpha and switch back. You, I think in that case, you would need an alpha, alpha. an alpha, because now I'm an alpha. Yeah. And I'm no longer that like submissive girly anymore. Yeah. yeah. Cause, and, and, and I think that's another, that's another reason why I feel like uh, there's not a lot of people as much as we want to believe that everybody is getting to where they need to be. Nobody is, is 
I haven't been around or I, I don't know, maybe I'm just not in the, in the spaces where there are men who are on my caliber or above. A lot of people think that I just be podcasting, I'll be teaching compa. I'm an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> so I, as much as I would like to believe that somebody working at Burger King, I could be submissive to them. Mm-hmm. I can't. The last person... I think they were talking about the, the blue collar jobs. I don't care about you having a blue collar job. I, I, I like some initiative, right? So are you going to be in a blue collar job for the rest of your life? Are you going to be flipping burgers for the rest I'm of your life? I'm 30. I, I can't, I don't want, me specifically, I don't want potential. I want you to already be doing something because I am doing something right now. Yeah. As much as I have potential, I have potential to be more but I, I need somebody here. And that kind of like brings it back to the topic of do you hate well, men? Oh, see, I don't hate men. I just feel like if, you're, if you are actually interested in me and you do not have your shit together, unfortunately, get your shit together first. Because my shit is together. Listen, Steve. I cannot afford. I cannot afford to go backwards. People can go back to, you know, people can go back to their parents' house. People can, uh, you know, they, they have backup plans. I do not have a backup plan. If you cannot help me or, or at least make sure that everything can stay at a decent level, I cannot risk. I cannot risk financially. Mm -hmm. I cannot risk mentally. Mm -hmm. I cannot risk spiritually. Mm -hmm. I cannot risk it. Yeah. So that's actually something that happened to me physically and being, being so a lot of people don't know this, but like, I'm an adoptee. So like, I don't and the family's gone. Like all, everyone in my family is all now passed away except for siblings. And we didn't really have a relationship because I was the youngest and everybody else was older than me. Right. So that kind of leaves me in this world blanketly by myself. Yes. I have cousins and Unfortunately, again, we don't have a relationship. So it's kind of like in my biological family, I'm the only one. So in dating my ex or my past partner, one of the things that always came up was if you're not generating any income or you're not generating enough income to support yourself, you are now putting the requirement of me putting that required on me to take care of you. But what you don't understand if, if God forbid anything happened to me, that means we're both left out of an equation. But the main issue is, is you get to run back to somebody. You get to go. You can go, you have a home to go to to go being a displaced person and adoptee. One, you never feel like you have a home. And when you do have a home, Chances are the home really isn't yours. And you still need to hold on to it for dear life. Right. Because that's all you've got. That's all you got. Uh, see, I don't have any of that. There's no, there's no, literally, there's no cushiony anything. So if anything happens where my life messes up, I have to go figure it out. Exactly. I have to always figure it out. And it's not even just financially. Because if, if I'm talking to you, let's say we're, we're talking exclusively and 
I'm upset or I'm sad or I'm, I'm depressed about something and you continuously are making it worse. Now my mood is shot. Now, like I'm less motivated to do things. Now I'm, I'm doing less in my business. Now I'm mm. spending more money cause I'm making mistakes. Mm. I'm like, now everything is kind of coming crashing down and it's just a riffle, ripple effect mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of my whole mental health. And then, you know, now I'm questioning God and now I, I have a spiritual issue on my hand. I feel like if you cannot provide a sense of security for me specifically, do not bother me. Right. Because my mental is, oh, I've worked so hard to keep my mental and I feel like my mental is always going to shit because of other people. Like when I go to therapy, it's never, it's never what I did, what's going on. It's usually somebody else. It's usually somebody I'm talking to, one of my friends, uh, somebody that I met or, you know, it's just random. It's, it's always other people because we cannot control other people. So I need to learn how to cope with other people, like with the decisions other people are making for themselves. Right. That are affecting me. Right. So if you're messing up some somebody's mental, spiritual, like you're you don't care if they're sad, you don't care if they're upset, you don't care and you're just making things worse or being like lacking sympathy, empathy and stuff mm -hmm. like that. That is also an issue. Yeah, it's and an that's emotional, why it's an emotional I I don't remember when I talked about this, but I remember saying that in black relationships there's a lot of emotional baggage and boy, did it piss people off? It's like, are you saying that this? And then I'm like, no, there's, there's a, there's a huge amount of emotional baggage. And we're not talking about the bags that you carry from other relationships. We're talking about just emotions, like pure wholeheartedly, whatever happened with you when you were a kid, whatever mm -hmm. happened to you when you became an adult, whatever happened in your previous relationships, there's just so much that is being carried. And it gets brought into all relationships. And unfortunately, it's a plague for us. Like it's something that has happened to slavery and it's hard to break it. But we have so much emotional baggage that it makes the relationship seem like it's emotionally laborious. And all relationships have emotional labor. There's always some work, inner working that you have to do. It just feels like there's a burden for black couples and when we're thinking about how we're moving and why we're moving, we can't do that if it's labor. Mm. If I'm a, it feels like I'm working in a factory. It's work. I was telling Reggie this the other day. I was helping out a friend and I was like, oh yeah, I can help you. I can give you a ride somewhere. And I was just like, I, I told him that I was going to be there at a certain time. And then, you know, like I got to stop for gas and I feel like I'm late for work. I think... Um, Caribbean people have a little bit extra baggage because we're, I feel like we're, we're carrying a lot of the hopes of our family and we're mm. supposed to be helping our families and stuff like that. And, you know, that's another, that's another thing for me too, because right. like I have to, I try not to, I try to set boundaries with my family, mm -hmm. but you know, sometimes it does sneak in, you know, that you need to help them. Right, and right, right. I specifically, like, I date Caribbean men. Mm -hmm. So I feel like as a man, you're more susceptible to to helping your family because you got to help your mom. You got to help your sister. Mm -hmm. And then if you're from a single uh, parent household. So 
me dating Caribbean men, I feel like it's just I'm it's just a lot a lot right, extra. Yeah. Cause it's that immigrant thing. It's yeah. the it's the child of immigrant parents or being an immigrant yourself and mm-hmm. you know, coming from the Caribbean, you're navigating a new culture when you come to the United States mm-hmm. and that's when, you know, you have the added labor. The labor of being a person that's taking care of two homes. Mm-hmm. One in the country, wow. one in another country. Or or your family is here and you have to help them here. The entire country. And that happens for immigrants a lot. Or just people whose family don't live in this specific country who come from another country. But Caribbean people being that you're a black immigrant makes it even harder. Mm-hmm. It's the difference between generational wealth and generational debt. <laughs> Ooh. And so it's Caribbean Heritage Month. And that kind of like brings up a really good discussion about today or yesterday that brings up a good conversation about yesterday being Caribbean American HIV awareness um, day. And it's specifically focused on just really highlighting the improvements that we've seen in the Caribbean American community and reducing HIV AIDS um, within the community, like making sure that people are aware of their status and if they do find out, making sure that there's prevention. So for those who don't know, the Caribbean is the only region and where most of the proportion of women and girls that are living with HIV is higher than it is for men and boys. So 53%, 53% of women and girls living with HIV, that's apparently higher than it is for the portion of men and boys. And we've learned that a lot of times with HIV, people love thinking that it's a homo, like a gay problem. Mm -hmm. And it's actually due to unprotected heterosexual sex. And in the Caribbean, the main transmission of HIV is through unprotected heterosexual sex. Mm. And I know that like in America and maybe in other parts of the nation, it may be because of same sex. But in the Caribbean, it's 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 hetero because it's hetero. They don't they don't subscribe to to being gay. They don't respect Gay but, people, they don't like it. Shout out to the gays. It is Pride Month as well. And it's also Pride Month. So that's another reason for you guys to stop discriminating against who will have HIV. And I know um, I recently had this Caribbean man slap my DMs. He was like, oh, you know, they don't think that they don't think that HIV is a is a immigrant concern. And it's like, I know that America really stresses the importance but this is a nationwide problem it is Mm -hmm. not just america like most caribbean foreign-born black people in the u.s with hiv are from haiti jamaica trinidad the bahamas barbados and other regions of the caribbean not african-american So that is to show you that we keep thinking or people keep thinking that HIV is synonymous to people in the U.S. when majority of the black people who have HIV here come from the Caribbean. And I think it's because, uh, 
they don't have a lot of access to testing or treatment and things of that nature. So I do feel like it's good for us to continue to bring this message because we also have, uh, we have talk, test, treat. We have uh, several different uh, resources. Yeah, we have several different resources for people to get tested and for you to get free testing. So it's not, it doesn't cost anything. And instead of doing this, uh, you know, just ignoring it or thinking that it's a gay problem, um, I think everybody should be tested. Mm -hmm. And um, I definitely need to Right, so... So if you are looking for um, treatment options, you can go to talktestcfl.com and they have a world of facts, testing option, treatments, app prevention kits if you feel, um, because I know uh, Caribbeans are uh, prideful. Sometimes they don't want to go places and they don't want people in their business, things of that nature. You can get an at-home test kit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can go online to the website you're not um, anonymously order your um, testing kit. It will be sent on to you. You can do it together. You, ain't, you don't got to do it. You know, it's spaces that are quite familiar. Caribbean people don't want people in their bending. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be in your bending here. You know, you, you handle that. Right. Talktest.com. Talktestcfl.com. .com. But special shout out to our partner for this episode, from Talk Test Treat for sponsoring this episode and encouraging us to kind of like share the information about HIV in the Caribbean community. Because how else will you learn? You won't know if you don't have those specific key people in your community sharing. And so we felt like it was important for us to not only bash men, <laughs> uh, but to also share things that will help advance the Caribbean community. So you can visit TalkTestCFL.com if you are looking for any options that are related to HIV and STDs and STIs. Like Sarah mentioned, they have at-home testing kits, they have prevention options, they have medication. All of that is available on the site and you'll find the community resources. So not only available through TalkTest Street, but you can also find the other places throughout Central Florida that will administer the test, give you treatment, and all of those other options and resources that are there. Even if you're not Caribbean, I think everybody should at least get the at-home testing kit. Mm -hmm. um, it You just feel better when you know, when you know for sure. I know there's some people that are just like, you know, I don't have any symptoms or anything, so I'm clean. Like, you never know for sure until you get the test. So definitely get the test, even if you think you're good or been in a long-term relationship or, or whatnot. Um, it's always safer to know for sure. Right. So there are those stereotypes about Black and Caribbean men that I felt like I really wanted us to talk about. Oh, that's Jensen's Caribbean Heritage Month. And I, have, I had to look it up. I was like, what do other people other than us Think about Caribbean men. It's how we ain't only ones, okay? There's actual scholarly research about the ideas and the attitudes that other people have towards Caribbean men. So, you know how they say that Caribbean men are known to be the serial monogamous. Serial monogamous? Serial meaning they pursue monogamous relationships consistently. Like, they just don't stop. They just, one after the other, this one don't work, they go on to the next, this one don't work, they go on to the next. 
this one award, they're going to next. So they think that's who they are. In reality, most people think you guys are serial womanizers. Yes. Yes. Gallus. Baby girl, this is gallus. So Caribbean men are actually seen as hypersexual, strongly masculine. They play into the fantasy and the fallacy that black men are well-endowed and good lovers. So that's what they got on y'all. So yeah, we ain't the only one. That, that was the truth. That's, that's what people truth. think. No, that's 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 the order of what people, what they gathered in the research, that those were the ideals that people share of Caribbean men. And it's like, unfortunately, mainly white because those are people who are taking these tests. But yeah. So you think that Caribbean girls are trying to tear the community down. We ain't the only ones. Okay, we the only ones. They think y'all hypersexual. Okay. They think you're good lovers. Okay. And they think that you're very masculine. First of all, I'm a little, I'm a little upset. Why is that? Because I'm right here. Why are y'all staying on the way? (laughs) Why y'all being good lovers over there? Uh, uh, Right. Cause what is it? Who's the, um, Janelle, Janelle, Janelle. Monet, she was like, the reason why she thick is because of the intercourse in Jamaican food. Oh, I think she's trying to say it's intercourse with Jamaican. New York to make <laughs> the good love that I had to say. Stop. I gotta let you New York Jamaicans go because you guys are uh, affected by the apocalypse smokes. <laughs> the red smoke. The Diablos. You guys are currently in hell. New York is already hell. But you are literally physically like it's rain out here. They they are y'all can't breathe. Let's 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 do something. <laughs> I'm gonna always talk bad about New Yorkers. We bashing. We're bashing New Yorkers. We're bashing. Yeah, but you said New York men. You gotta say you gotta say the women too. No, I just said all of the New Yorkers. Period. Like y'all y'all are in hell. Right now. When it's just all about some violent fire. Like, you gotta bash a man. That's why you ain't doing this stupid podcast. Yeah. Oh gosh. That just means that you guys did not hear the entire episode. I'm gonna specifically use this sound <laughs> like since it's so inspirational for you guys, I am going to use this size, but let's talk about how submissive you are. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about how you cook for men and you take care of them. Okay. And they can stay on your couch and for however long they want. want. And if it's and my you, yoga and my Pilates. And you give them, you give I them an allowance. <laughs> and you do clothing and all. Yeah, so funny. But yeah, and clothing hauls. I'm gonna get in trouble. And go to yoga and do yoga and Pilates. What's Pilates? And Pilates. Those Pilates and um Pilates that wear skins. Yeah. Okay. Pilates and the clothing haul. Okay. So you need to do clothing haul. Yeah. <laughs> you already started. <laughs> but yeah, I just we just I just really wanted to let y'all know that like Caribbean women are not the only ones that think that you guys are serial womanizers. We're not the only ones that think that you, you guys are constantly yes. want sex. Like we're not the only ones. It's it's actually something that is a group think of most people. And interesting enough, in the actual data, it said that like 
Caribbean people are more likely to be abusive. But that's not that's not a conversation I felt like having today. <laughs> We're fashion. I for every end. So for every time we come up with something, I'm gonna take a screenshot of the actual style and put it in a video so you guys can know how. <laughs> Just so you can stop saying it's us, like yep, the views of Charlotte Door is not and the statistics of, uh, of whoever, whatever, whatever is journals. It's not the views of Barack Obama. I'm so submissive, <laughs> and I just want to be soft, and I just want to be in love. And listen, if you're listening to the podcast, leave us a review. <laughs> leave, a comment. leave a comment. Like y'all love talking about it. Just leave a comment. Just be like, I think you guys hate men, and then we'll let you know if we do or not. Well, we asked that question. Nobody, nobody said that they hate men. I just, I said that I can't, I can't let y'all BS with me. We can't let y'all BS with us. Yeah, too so much to lose. I literally, like, like I said, I used to be the the the. the but Shirley wants somebody when she goes home and sleep. She wants somebody to cuddle with. I just want to cuddle. See, look. So I want to be did. soft and feminine. You just gotta give me a reason please i was telling this really earlier i don't know if you guys watched demon slayer but there's the love hashira and she said she wanted a strong man so that's why she became a hashira so she could meet all the strong men yeah so where are you at we're 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 being rich poor <laughs> man we're trying to be rich so that we can meet rich but the thing is rich men want non-wealthy women well, because they need someone to take care of them. I'm not wealthy. I need someone to pay for my coffee addiction. What is me? Oh my god! I need someone to buy my clothes. I have an addiction. <laughs> I need somebody to buy my clothes so I can do clothing hauls <laughs> <laughs> and buy skins <laughs> and go to Pilates. Pilates. If somebody could pay for my Pilates classes. Uh, well, is uh, see, we're trying. We're not bashing you. We want you to hear. Yes. We're just, we're just so helpless. Yes, helpless. Pick us. No, pick me. Love me. Build. <laughs> we'll build together. <laughs> On that note, thank you for tuning in to this episode of This Is Not That Pod. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Follow our personal accounts, which are linked in the show notes and in the YouTube uh, description. Leave comments. Uh, let us know what questions you have um, for next season. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to argue. Don't listen. We don't want to talk about this. If, if you saw the conversation on tonight's conversation... Please do not suggest that conversation. Yeah, because we do not care. We don't. We don't argue with you guys. We just present our opinion. And if you don't like it, we respect it. And we don't want to give our opinion on on the same things that everybody is giving their opinions on. Like, right. it, it doesn't make any sense and it doesn't matter. We don't have hot takes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also, I don't like giving people advice. I want you to make your own decisions. <laughs> I am therapist. Therapist, show. Therapists don't give advice. They, they, I don't tell you what to do. You choose what you want to do. Yeah, I'm just we just guide you 
in the process. That's a common misconception. I feel like maybe we should have an episode about where's therapy. Yes, next episode. We'll see you next season. Toodles. Thank you for listening. New episodes of This Is Not That Pod drops every Tuesday. So keep up with us by pressing that follow button. We want to hear how much you're feeling us. So if you love the show, leave us a review. Be sure to read our show notes and tap or click around to support our sponsors. Spotify don't there? Bye bam problem. Don't get me mad before I Bye bam problem. Ass. Spotify. Okay? Spotify podcasters. I should post this. Shirley once said the TikTok thing where it's like, Shirley once said, or dun 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 once said, don't dun, don't let these niggas fuck with your life because they ain't shit anyways. You can't say that. They're going to say we hate men. We do. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to clear the room right now. We don't like y'all just as much as y'all don't like us. We know you like your homeboys. We know it. Striking Vipers. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to come on this podcast with a Striking Vipers shirt for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. But. Local purchase. I don't know, man. I think Shirley a little bipolar. What's the, what's, what's the first topic? What's the topic for this episode? How am I bipolar? Uh, I don't know, man. Shirley, Shirley needs love. And then Shirley said, fuck y'all niggas. Yeah, and I, I get it. Because sometimes I be like that too. But then I be around y'all niggas. And I'm like, I hate y'all. Sounds like you're bipolar. Oh, I'm not bipolar. Stop using words incorrectly. Okay? Sounds I would like have a to little, be diagnosed like a little, in a therapy session to be bipolar. Sounds like a little manic, but a hint of depressive. I think. We could talk about that. I actually don't ever get vulnerable with people, so we could do that since I made a, uh, I started a little virtual diary. What is the first um thing on our podcast? Ignite shit. Ignit? We being ignorant? We being ignorant today. I feel like since this is the beginning of season two, we, we should give people a little disclaimer. Um, if you do are not... We, are we starting to record? Oh. Yeah. D- are the cameras on? Yeah. Oh, hey, y'all! Is on? <laughs> is this camera on? I know that was on. It was a little test, but I still... We gotta do the whole intro, you know, I forgot. You forgot how podcasts work? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. This is for real, for real, y'all. For real, for real, for real, for real, for real, for real. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Shirley Dore. And Sarah Obama, a.k.a. Siwa Obama, Uncle Yol Paskim Deuce. Okay, she came back with a bang, all right? It's your audio besties here, and this is not that pod. Is it? It's that pod. Is it? It's not that podcast. Now, I just want to let y'all know, when we say that, we're saying that we're not about to argue with you. We're not, this podcast is not about gender wars and arguing and trying to get you to agree with us. And if you don't agree with us, you're stupid and your mom should get cancer and all this other crazy nonsense that you guys got going on on y'all podcast. This one is not that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So it's not the podcast that you thought it was. We're back. Back again for season two. Mm, mm. Um, it seems like y'all kind of missed us, but didn't miss us. I didn't get enough energy from y'all. It didn't seem like y'all missed us enough. Like you know, it's it's the like, beginning. I I see that a lot of people have started uh, watching us after after season two. After the season ended. season one was over. So yeah, 
Got some new listeners in the house. Welcome. If you're new, welcome, yes. welcome. We're happy to have you a part of, what is our, like, our tribe name since we got people that oh. like us a little. A little. Uh, I couldn't even think of one for COO Cut. Not the Potters. Not the Potters. <laughs> <laughs> we are not your listeners. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. You let us know what y'all want to be called. How about that? You let us know as you get more comfortable with us and mm -hmm. listen to the podcast more. Let and us know what you want. if you're listening because your job made you listen to this podcast, <laughs> please let us know what job it is because that sounds insane to me. Speaking of jobs and reviews, <laughs> um, we have a new segment called Ignit Shit. And it's pretty much us reacting to Ignit Shit on the internet Things that people have to say that we personally may not share the same opinions mm -hmm. that we will we will invalidate or validate with research facts. You know, turning your opinions into what is known to be truths, while also sharing our own personal opinions because you know we are a fact and opinion kind of podcast. Mm -hmm. So we had some ignorant shit happen in season one. Mm -hmm. As we were kind of like consolidating, looking at what people say, we asked you guys for reviews and you definitely gave us a review. Sound like we pissed some people off. Child. I mean, I felt like we were pissing people off all through the season because mm -hmm. I felt like every, every episode I kind of came on the episode and was like, this is what they said. Right. This is what, cause this is what I heard from the people who were like watching, like as they drop. But then we were watch. We were looking at the comments mm -hmm. after the season was over, and when I tell you, some of y'all don't make no sense. Mm -mm. But you try so hard, and mm -hmm. I appreciate that yeah. you tried and you wrote a whole paragraph with words that you probably like Googled. What's the synonym of good? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What's the synonym of bad? Mm -hmm. Because some of it just did not make click it didn't click so we're gonna read some of the ignorant shit that we have and the first one is being at be, best at being the worst by no more jesus hey normal jesus i hope you're still watching and listening we're glad to have you as a listener of this podcast you've made such a great contribution to our reviews so they gave us a one star because they said this may possibly be the tackiest program i've ever heard First of all, most podcasts are mad cringe. Like, that's just all podcasts. And when you put program, I know that's one of the words you you, you had Googled to Google the synonym Or for. you're not American. You must be, like, from a different place because you put program. Because that's, like, a very Caribbean or thing. Or old. Keep program, webfella. Or old. Or old. Yeah, that too. So and this is not, you're not the target audience. Right. And they said, I had to listen to it for research for my new job. And the secondhand embarrassment is strong. Why are you secondhand embarrassed? Did you, are you, are you Ciroc? Are you, are you Shirley? So then they say you have an American black person. This person's white. They didn't capitalize B. You're not, you're not black. Why are you not capitalized B? American black, black person, person and a Haitian black person of whom are essentially playing pseudo intellectual minstrel characters. First of all, we're both Asian. <laughs> we, not one of us pretended. Yeah. We're both Asian American. It's not one of another. It's, it might, that might be the YouTuber then. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when I kept cussing us out, 
So then they said <laughs> if they do a YouTube show, it would actually be appropriate if they did it with coal on their faces. They contradict themselves from minute to minute. I would say segment to segment, but they don't seem to respect their target audience enough to put in the effort to produce segments. They also have a hard time keeping up with menstrual show and regularly slip into regular speaking voices. I don't know who the hell told y'all that we had different voices for different stuff. Is this scripted? Right, because it's not. The podcast is not scripted. It's not guys. scripted. We actually like do things on the fly. Some things are prepared ahead of time, but not mm-hmm. all the time. This is unscripted, literally uncut, raw. Like it, it's and he said what? What's his dude said? Oh, he wrote a lot. Mm-hmm. He wrote a lot. Um, he said something about um, first of all, coal on their face. You want to call us the hard ER? <laughs> <laughs> You want to call it? Just call us the hardy ER, my guy. Just say it. Just, just say call it. us the hardy ER. Right. And then they said, these folks are entertainers, and given the trajectory of this online economy, that this has a legitimate probability of being what I would say, what I would say, a successful endeavor. It's largely the result of corporate union busting in the late nineties. But that's for another day. Save your time and find something else. I have no We're idea. We're going to be successful. I know. <laughs> thank you, not thank Jesus. You not, thank you, not more Jesus. No, no more Jesus. No more Jesus. Sorry if you mispronounced your names. No more Jesus. I'm happy that you know that we're going to be successful because we're tacky, according to you. I hope that someday oh. our, tackiest, our tackiest podcast episode will be the most uh, impactful in your lives. I hope we're on every single war explore for you page the the front page of YouTube, everything that you ever scroll, you see us. Yeah. And you you think damn those hardy ours. I'm right. tired of them. Right. So that was some ignorant ish um <laughs> because you're coming on to two people who are sharing their opinions. And you're expecting them to entertain you. We are not a true crime podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, this is not a, like, research-led podcast. This is not a... And I feel like a lot of podcasts aren't. Like, this is not an academic Yeah, it's not an academic podcast. podcast. This is supposed to be... Right. Uh, entertainment. And a hint of education. A hint of education because we're sophisticated. Right, right. We're individuals who are... We are professional in our day lives mm-hmm. and then we do ratchet stuff at After. night. Yeah. And so this is not supposed to be I guess I, maybe people feel like this is supposed to be one of those I don't even know a podcast that has like, I was like I was like I don't know we're we are we are not a financial podcast. We are not a true crime podcast. We are not a therapeutic podcast. We may do things that feel therapeutic because obviously we're both individuals with a psychological background, uh-huh. but we are not here to, we're not what this guy thinks we are, essentially. I, like, I think what he was looking for, we're, that's just not what it is. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Uh, Shira Seven. Mm. everybody is calling her oh that's why you guys are gonna be old and alone and you guys are not gonna be you guys your boyfriends are gonna do this you're gonna do that whatever that the goal that shira has is not for you people looking for love 
Mm-hmm. People looking for love is not her target audience. She is not showing you how to get in a relationship. She's not showing you how to maintain a loving uh, relationship. Her goal is to help women who no longer who are who's done with that love shit and wants to actually like have a financially beneficial situation, not mm-hmm. love. Love is not the goal of the things that she's doing. Right. But when you guys are commenting, oh, that's why you're not going to find a man to love you, never going to find a man to love you, that's that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need a man that loves us. We need a man that's going to pay. Right. Because not we. When, when not I say us. we, I'm not talking about not us. us. Not okay. us. Not us. I would like the complete opposite of my father. All right? The complete opposite of my grandfather. Don't. Yeah. Don't give me a man that don't love me. Give me a man that loves me and who loves me so much that he wants to spoil me. Right, right. But that's not us. I'm just trying to, I'm making a comparison because I know how some of y'all, I know how some of y'all get. You said that you wanted a man not for love. No, it's a generalization based on the current audience that she's targeting. Not us, that other podcast. This is not that podcast. Yeah, she's not a podcast. She's a YouTuber. Yeah, So, so... (laughs) <laughs> Make sure you understand. But that's a, a a bit of a look into the ignorant ish that we found in our in our review section. This is not even in our, in our YouTube. This is dead Child. sick. So if you don't agree, by all means, go to our Apple Podcast and mm-hmm. give us a great review so we can balance out those bad reviews mm-hmm. that really just came from one episode. It came from one episode and this was not you were not the target audience yeah and sometimes i feel like people be doing too much because if i see something that i don't like i block it and keep scrolling facts tonight's conversation i don't like them i block and scroll mute as well mute on on. you know that's it that's it that's it you don't you don't have to tell them anything you can give them constructive criticism. That wasn't constructive. You just told people not to listen to our to our podcast. And you Googled a bunch of synonyms and wrote, and, and uh, wrote them out. That wasn't helpful. Wrote you wrote an academic You, you could have been like, hey, here's some insight on things that you can change. Sometimes you speak in a podcast voice. Other times you speak in a regular voice. Maybe you should work. You could have said that. I would have took that over don't listen to this podcast. Invalidating in our entire opinion because you don't like it, and because you couldn't put the hard ER because I know that's what it, that's what you. I know, that's what he meant when he said Cole or he <laughs> or she. I don't, don't want to. I'm gonna say it's a it's he. A guy. Yeah, yeah. Because he put he didn't capitalize B. I, I can't take nobody serious if you don't capitalize <laughs> the B. You got if you if you are black, you need to capitalize the B. B is a person, not a, not a, a verb, sin, a subjective <laughs> adverbs. None of that. What do we have on? The, what's the thing called? What do you have on the roster? What do you have on the on the plate? So what's next. So um, today I wanted us to actually. So you guys know that we're two women, and we're very opinionated, and we're also very independent. We had an episode in season one where we talked about um, how people think that because. We are independent and we care for ourselves and we take care of ourselves that that makes us an alpha. And we think mm-hmm. that, that that means we're an alpha, that we're too masculine. Mm-hmm. So I saw a post maybe like a week ago where the person said that they were dating somebody. They were talking to them. They were getting to know them. They were having a good time. They really liked them. But what made them not go to the next stage was that they were too masculine. What made them too masculine? Because they had their own job. 
they had their own house, they had no kids, and they were comfortable. And this is a guy to a woman. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk about what it's like to be a successful black woman, because this is, you know, I don't even know the plight of a black woman. I don't know the plight of other women. Mm-hmm. Um, what it's like to be a successful black woman, success not only being in careers, but success being that you can do things that many black women can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, being a successful black woman in trying to find love. Child, child, child. You know what's funny? I hear uh, there was another podcast that was, I guess, trying to throw the I'm an alpha thing on me. And sometimes I just feel like I I don't mind a... First of all, the people that say that they're alphas are not even really alphas. Like, Mm -hmm. they're just, they want to be, like, they want control. Mm -hmm. And they're very, like, egotistical. So they're not really alphas for real, for real. Because I've dealt with actual alphas, and they don't have to say that. And they don't have to, like, do all this extra stuff or whatever. Um, So there's that. The, I'm not going to lie. I also don't mind dating men who are not so alpha Mm -hmm. because I do have everything together. So if you're not an alpha or you don't have your, like, you don't know what you want to do or, you know, you don't have a business or you're just basically, like, you're working to live paycheck to paycheck or something like that, I can work with that um, depending on your personality. Yeah. So for me... um it's all about what you can do to make me feel feminine. So I'm going to come from this from like an emotional standpoint. Mm. You know, a lot of the times because of past relationships with whether that's with a romantic partner or even with family, um, there's a lack of security. So Mm -hmm. I've felt the most secure in my life with myself, right? Yes, my, you know, my parents, they took care of me, they raised me, they gave me a house and whatever, but they only gave me physical security, right? They made sure my bills were paid, they made sure I had water, food, clothes. You know, they took care of my basic necessities, but there was no emotional needs being met, there was no psychosocial needs being met. Like, it was just, you know, I came home, there was a roof in my head, I had a phone to talk, that was all they needed to do, right? Mm -hmm. Providers. And so the next time in my life that I felt the most secure was with my uh, my ex-fiance, right? And that person gave me emotional, physical, partially psychosocial, right? And then that ended and I was left with myself, mm-hmm. right? So I had to learn how to be independent, right? So whatever my parents taught me was the basic necessities while also giving myself the things that make me feel physically intimate, like connected with other people, Mm -hmm. and then finding emotional intimacy in order for me to feel whole because I wasn't seeking it from a man anymore or I wasn't seeking it from a romantic partner. And it's hard to find it from a romantic partner because nowadays I just feel like, I don't know, relationships are just weird. Like, I think people get into more situationships than anything. Because it's easier to leave. I think people choose situationships, and that doesn't make me, that that doesn't make us feel secure. And therefore, all. like me personally, if I don't feel secure, like I'm gonna drop it because mm-hmm. I don't want to feel that way. Right. And I feel like it doesn't really make sense for me to stay in something that doesn't 
benefit me. Like I know a lot of people keep saying, oh, you know, they want unconditional love or whatever. But I still feel like you should be providing. I, when we say providing, it's not only just financially. Right, right. Like right. you need to be providing emotionally, physical. Yeah. You know, like so. And if you can't, if you can't do one or, or the, the other, other, overcompensate with something else. Right, right, right. Find find what you can provide. Like I can say that, like in my past relationships, they at least tried to pick up in other areas that they may have lacked. Mm-hmm. Right. So I I will be the person that tell you that I found a whole relationship. I found someone who was able to give me everything. And so they couldn't, right? Because mm-hmm. they maybe it was exhausting, maybe it was too much, maybe it was the distance. Who the heck knows? Mm-hmm. But I know that in this entire process of my life, I have been able to give myself everything. I have been able to give myself physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. I've been able to give myself emotional intimacy. I've been able to give myself that para, like psychosocial, the ones where I go out, enjoy life. Mm-hmm. I've been able to do that for myself. And so if it seems that I'm alpha, it's not because. I'm quote unquote alpha. I am feminine as heck. Like, I kid you not. Me too. See, I wear pink. (laughs) I'm so feminine. Like, the moment I meet someone that I like who brings me anywhere close to a sense of security, I'm like that in my eyes. I'm like, (laughs) I am literally your little smut. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. It's funny because a lot of people, like, they usually see the rough the, nigga on the butt. Yeah, they see, yeah, they see me, you know, rough. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once I, if I actually like you, like you see a different side of me, which is funny because a lot of, because of that, when I do get in relationships, some people will be like, oh yeah, she run all over him, da 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 And I'm just like, no. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> the only pants I wear is decision making. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the pants I, I put And on. I think I only, I only decision make when you can if I'm dealing with a man who can't make decisions. Yeah, yeah. Because if I'm dealing with a man who make who can make decisions, I could sit. sit. I, 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 lit, I li- could sit down. Literally, like, that I've would be seen great. myself, I saw myself recently very feminine. It, was for the wrong, it wasn't for the wrong person. The person did make me feel that way. Like, I was just like, you're like 50 feet taller than me. Like, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot not act. You know how they be like, short girls are feisty. Mm-hmm. Like, this person made me calm down because it was like, hey, chill. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Fine. I, I feel, I'm, just, I'm the same way. I was literally just very, like, like, feminine. And it makes me feel weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then when you... And then when you start acting up and then you see me go back, like... Right, because then you no longer provide me with the security that I need to you be know? feminine. And, and and when you see that switch or you sit here acting like you don't know why I switched up. Like, you're back. You think that I'm going to just be feminine the whole time. And I'm, mm-hmm. I will as long as you're, you know, you're doing what you need to do. But as soon as you start acting up, you get the same thing everybody else gets. So that brings me to the conversation that we've all we've been seeing like in the past few months about women who are celebrities because they're they're in a different level of like alpha right they have mm. the public light mm-hmm. so we can start off with like women like Sierra how their femininity of wearing things is being or her femininity of wearing something is being shown as disrespect. And so this is a person who has completely submitted what it seems like mm-hmm. to her husband. Like whatever that man wants, you know, she put her career to the side for a little bit, raised the babies, 
got the babies to a specific point in time and started to open up different business ventures, you know, got pregnant, kept doing her business ventures despite mm -hmm. that. But she's being supported by her husband. He's letting her do what she wants, come back home, asking for more babies, like all of that. <laughs> and the Internet's just like, oh, my gosh, this is my favorite couple. And then boom, she puts on a dress, her ass is out, mm -hmm. and everybody got something to say. And that brings in the conversation of when successful black women or successful women in general. No, no, because Kim Kardashian does it all the time and she was married and nobody said anything. Mm -hmm. Rihanna does it all the time and she got a man, a baby daddy times two. Mm -hmm. And they not saying anything. I think they pick and choose who they decide to to have this like qualms with about how you interact with when you have a husband type of thing. That brings it to the point where, like, people are like, oh, you got to dress a certain way when you're married. I don't know about y'all. But if you met me wearing these things. What, what works for you may not work for somebody else. Now, you guys are mixing up words again here because y'all say that she has no self-respect. Mm. And what you meant was she's not modest. Mm-hmm. Because you can have self-respect and not be modest. Mm -hmm. And you can have modesty and, and not no self-respect. Self yeah. So her, the way that she's dressed was not modest. Mm -hmm. Now, you're not dating Sierra. Obviously. What's the problem? What's the problem? What's the problem here? What's the issue? And I think it's just because people were so used to her dressing modest. I'm like the one time that she decides was to put her back out. even really dressing modest? No, because she was literally just dressing based on her roles in life. Like when she was CC, she had the crop tops, the shorts, the the decorative like undergarments. Like what? I don't. When was CC ever? When was Sierra? CC turned Sierra. Mm. When did CC Sierra? When did she ever? Not when was she ever this like modest person? I've never seen her be extra modest, and that does not mean that she doesn't have self respect. And her husband was okay with her outfit, so I don't see what the problem was. I know the rebuttal is, you know, you're married, you should show only have you should only show certain parts to your husband. Did y'all see her coochie lips or something? Right, because y'all all y'all saw was cheeks. And, and that, cheeks are out all like her cheeks are always out actually out, not just hers beyonce wears leotards all the time her cheeks is out rihanna like you said her cheeks is out everybody's cheeks be outside yeah 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 and that so, ain't stop that didn't stop beyonce when beyonce dropped lemonade she beyonce was married for a very long time actually and, and she dropped albums drunk in love sit Sis was in the water with a leotard on, hair wet. Fuck. And all y'all was like, oh my gosh, I'm in love, it's so Ooh. good. And hair was so good. Y'all ain't say nothing about her being a mom. And I <laughs> with a husband. Y'all ain't say nothing about that. You a mom. You a mom. Beyonce, you a mom. Y'all would never tell that woman that. I never see I never see you guys say that about men. Mm, you're a dad. You're a dad. When they're in the strip club posting videos. You're a dad. You're a dad. G Herbo had his son in the strip club. Oh, um, not sure. I had a stripper inside the house. Yeah, I say you a dad. You a dad. <laughs> That's hilarious. But no, I, I you looking at something has nothing like 
she could have been covered up to the T and some men would have still sexualized her anyways. Right, right. Because that's so, what you're good at. Yeah, so it doesn't even really matter what you're wearing. Like, I guess you could... If if you wanted her to cover up, you should have... I don't think you should have done anything. You should have not dated her. Because she... <laughs> if that's how she wants to dress, that's how she wants to dress. You think people just dress... They dress like, like however they want to dress and then they like cover up because they're in a relationship yeah no i mean i think i think that that's what society wants people to do i think society expects society meaning patriarchy because society never leans towards women um the patriarchy wants that when you find a romantic partner that you don't do all the whole shit you were doing before that's when you cover up your titties are out less your your bottoms are out less Drake said it, like, she's going out more wearing less. Mm. Yeah, you know, like, it's an expectation that when you have a partner, you cover up more because now you don't have anything to prove and you don't have to seek any additional partnership because you got what you wanted. I think we need to stop being hypocritical here because there are some people who date, who only end up dating the women because they were dressed a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then you want them to be modest. And then they become modest. Mm -hmm. And then you cheat on them with the non-modest <laughs> women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, y'all gonna have to pick. Y'all gonna have to pick one. Do you want modest women or do you not like modest women? Because yeah. there's plenty of modest women, and for some reason you guys are overlooking them. They like both. They like both. They want the modest woman to be their wife, and they want the the smut to be the person they cheat on their wife with. Terrible. Yeah. When Terrible. they come home. When they come home. They want to come home to a modest person who's cleaning the house, taking care of the kids, not being too alpha. And then when they get out, they go to alpha. You know, people who are very, like, who require control, who's sexy, dress real sexy, you know, get their attention. Yeah. Ridiculous. When you can have both in one and just... Well, yeah, just why don't you just get a smut who's modest? Or have... Or just, just have a little bit more, like... Confidence in yourself. You know what I mean? Like, why do you care if she, whatever she's wearing? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, like, what is it, what is it indicate What does it do? Yeah, yeah, because if if somebody sees your girl and say, oh, she looks nice. Because even if she was wearing something that was modest and somebody says, oh, you look nice. Mm -hmm. Like, are you going to mm -hmm. get mad? Mm -hmm. Or you guys can always go to another country where they, they're all modest. Yeah. On the streets. And enjoy that. Enjoy that lifestyle. Yeah. And find someone who... Has to practice it. Then you don't have to deal with the problems at yeah, all. Yeah, because it's a religious belief. It's yeah. a cultural value. It's like it's it's, it's a political. Whole, it's a whole thing for that specific demographic of people. Exactly. Instead of you living in a society where nudity is fine, where yeah, it's, where you can wear nothing and don't the most you can get in trouble for is if you have all of your goodies out. Yeah, you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong society. You're living in the wrong. Yeah, you got to find a new culture that glorifies modesty because this one doesn't now you a mom now you a you a mom <laughs> no you a so, mom so the, so you kiki a mom. palmer yes <laughs> you a mom kiki palmer um i'm gonna be the one to tell you that relationship was done before that night that relationship was done before that night first first we do want to say because i don't know where we a lot of people were like, you know, 
I felt bad for him after the fact. Yeah, because they were they were killing him in the quote teams. They were killing him and basically was like, bro, bro. <laughs> yeah, because you're a stay at home dad. Like, apparently he's an actor. An actor where his brother's the actor. I know his brother. We his brother is in things that we see. He's an aspiring actor. Uh, aspiring actor. Okay. Right. Yeah. So. First of all, we don't know what he do. Maybe he do Bitcoin. <laughs> Maybe he do Forex. Well, he he does have a podcast on Key TV Network. With Kiki? Is oh, that no, the his that own. Was on? Oh, yes, okay. his own. He does like a sports. We don't know. Sports First of all, I do want to say, I do want to say, we don't know Buddy Pockets. Yeah, we don't know your pockets. We don't know his pockets. So I, and I think it's funny how broke people band together to call other people broke it's and crazy. crazy and they get mad when people who aren't broke say and that you don't broke. oh i heard something what you call it was it ari one of one of them was calling somebody broke but anyways we don't know his pockets yeah we don't know the relationship we only know this specific thing so i do want to pre- preface this with saying that we do not know these people. We do Mm-mm. not know their relationship. We, we don't know, only know the situation because he posted it on Twitter. So we don't know if there was problems before this. We don't right. know if they had a conversation. We don't know what's going on. Right. Okay? All we know is is that Kiki Palmer made sure she got a bag off of the drama and didn't respond to none of y'all. About the drama. She was in her bad. She started a little dance challenge. All of that. I hope that she's okay. Because even if, you know, she had to let him go. Because I be letting niggas go like this. It still hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to go. Yeah. So I hope that she's okay. And, you know, because she's dealing with, she has to deal with it publicly because he put it publicly. Right. And it's why because she, like, the week before... They, she was and she had a couple interviews right because she dropped an album and she was doing interviews mm-hmm. to obviously get the word out about who she is so that she can boost the album and in maybe I've seen maybe like five of the interviews maybe three of those interviews she was professing her love for him talking about how you know he was completely out of what she was expecting he came at a time where she wasn't even trying to find love mm-hmm. and it just came to her and she you know, all of this stuff, and I can only imagine whether they're together or not, whether they need to take a break from each other or not, I can only imagine what it meant for her to lose someone, because, like, thinking you found your person, and then having to lose them publicly? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I hope that this is what I hope had happened, right? He posted all that nonsense on Twitter or whatever. She came home and she said, you dumb, you dumbass. Why would you put that on social media? Because she literally said, You could have just said that to me. Right, when I got home. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna play this on the social media too. I hope she she didn't really break up with him over over that. Because I, me personally, I would have been like, yo, just relax. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Because yeah. he's an aspiring actor. At one point, he's going to have to be dressed like not a dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he, he's got to have a little bit of understanding. But, you know, sometimes, like, I think... People lack insight, so they never understand. Like the, they don't, they don't have any empathy, and they don't understand what from other people's point of views and stuff like that. But I hope that she's doing all of this and being all extra, but they are secretly still working on their relationship. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, this is again. It if if they were over, 
they were over before this this problem. This yeah. problem definitely may have sent things over the wheel. Mm-hmm. But if this were to be the reason why they broke up, it would be a little too much. Because, like, you know, like, this this is an issue that can't be resolved. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just saying, hey, once again, I'm a public figure. If we're having issues, we can handle this off, in our, of, and social off of social media in our own personal space. If you didn't like something... I would not know in that moment mm-hmm. because I am out. I am having a good time. With if Usher. it, you know, if it comes off that it seemed like I was doing something, completely apologize. It's not my intention. You know, it's something that you guys could easily talk about offline. But then you <laughs> bought millions of people. Now I know me. If millions of people were in my business, I would be on ten. <laughs> I wouldn't have anything to listen to. I'd be like, I don't even want to hear what you got to say because now I got to go do damage control. My PR team got to figure out. Now I got to pay somebody double to clean up the mess. Like, this you, is too much. You a mom is hilarious, dog. Right. I so what that means? So moms are no longer women? That has been a discussion. I remember when I was in my, like, my freshman year of college and we were talking about um, purity purity complexes and like respectability politics and to the male gaze when you become a mom and moms say this when they become a mom immediately their attraction is reduced by half because they need to be the image of what they saw of a mom which is their mom and their mom wasn't titties wasn't out butt wasn't out your mom's city was out. Did we not? The Freaknik documentary came out yet? Right, but that's they didn't see that mama. <laughs> they saw the mama that goes to church. So you want her to sneak around you and go to? I I think I think they just again they're they're mirroring like men constantly. Likewise, women they mirror their parents because that is their representation of what life should be. So if you see that your mom, when she became a mom and you never saw her before that, right? Like my aunt used to be, she used to wear shirts like this. Now she wears stuff that like she covers up. Like, you know, she just wears less and it has nothing to do with being mom. It's more about self-confidence and like thinking that maybe my breasts are sagging. So I shouldn't be wearing more. I shouldn't be wearing revealing shirts. Older and they don't yeah. have revealing shirts for older people. Well, they don't have any <laughs> revealing shirts for older people or getting warts around. Cause they're, they're just things that come with aging for women Facts. that you want to hide. You want to show it less versus when you're younger, you feel a lot more you confident. Show it yeah. Why you got it. Why you got it. Facts. So it, the reason why their parents might be looking this way has nothing to do with respectability politics, but they're thinking that that's it, so they align it with women. Every time I be on internet, people be like, um, black men more so than anybody, be like, this generation of women. I get so pissed when they say that because I'm like, did you? were you not born and raised in the 90s? Like, what generation do you know about? They didn't have social media back then. So social media is the new is the new thing. But I do hear men say that, oh, women want attention or whatever. And that's why they're dressing a certain way. One, I I think you guys are putting an umbrella because you see things on you see fake therapy quotes and, and posts and stuff. 
everything is not about y'all. <laughs> I mm-hmm. promise you, when you go to the store and you go and you say, hey, I like this shirt, I'm going to buy it. That's the same thing that we do. I promise you, we are not that different, mm-hmm. men and women. I see, I saw this skirt and I thought this was cute as hell. I'm going to wear it. Not, hey, I'm going to buy this fucking $30 skirt because some man is going to see it. Yeah, And no. hopefully, like, he, right. I, he, I get some attention Your or whatever. Your style choice is, is not to get the attention of the male gaze. You're st- I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I dress like this for the bitches. For the bitches. Okay? okay? I want to walk in the room and sis be like, girl, you look good like that, yo! <laughs> Me, personally, I'm not a fashionista. I just wear whatever I like. I'm not one of these, like, extra. Mm-hmm. I literally... Right. Likewise. I'm a jumpsuit person. If I can find a jumpsuit, that's like a shirt and a pants and one. one. Yeah, I don't like jumpsuits. I like shirts. If I could just wear big shirts and shorts all the time. Oh my god. That's what I would wear. Mom jeans and Ooh, t-shirts. Mom jeans and t-shirts, shorts and long shirts. Like San I you know, Florida got me a little and to be honest, sandal girly. And I saw somebody else say this too and I was like, "Damn, that's crazy." I prefer men giving me attention when I look like a bum because mm. you have you have no idea how good I'm gonna look <laughs> I'm gonna look this weekend when you invite me out on a date you have no idea yeah <laughs> you think I look good now mm-hmm. <laughs> so and sh- the the girl that I saw I saw a video she was saying the same thing she was like yo when I'm all dressed up and I'm pretty and stuff like that or whatever I feel like men are approaching me with the with the uh, sex eyes, like with the sex intentions. But when they come to me like wholesomely when I'm not in my makeup and stuff like that, it's a little bit more genuine. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, you're actually pretty or whatever. And then and then I'm, I'm going to give you a shock of your life when I, when I put these lashes on. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we don't do this. We don't do this for y'all. Now, I absolutely don't walk into the store and be like, oh my gosh, Brian would love this. Mm. I know, but there are some people that do it for the male gaze, and I'm going to tell you right now, strippers. Because <laughs> they need the money. Uh, escorts. Mm-hmm. Um, celebrities, because they celebrities, get endorsements. Like, people that that are looking for probably money. Like, yeah. if, if you want to get paid for how you look, then you're going to put more, more effort more into More effort, it. yeah. And not just sex workers. I was not, like, trying to throw shade at sex workers or anything like that. But also, like, people that do fashion hauls on right, like, social yeah. media or, like, We're actually content. doing that for attention. Yeah, they're yeah. doing that for attention. Like, mm-hmm. when we're doing the podcast, we're doing this for We're attention. doing, we're, like, one, I just want y'all, to, I want y'all to get out of this thing <laughs> where you guys keep saying that people post con- post videos, pictures, you're just doing this for attention. You're absolutely correct. (laughs) The only reason why I posted a picture of me to the side with my ass poking is for you to like the picture. It's literally infused (laughs) into the program that we are using. The app literally tells you if you like it to double tap that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly why I'm posting it. Ooh, I'd be like, ooh, as soon as I take a picture, I'm like, damn. And that's, I, that's the point of social media. Right. I, so that's why I'd be confused. Like, you be, y'all be trying to, 
the purpose of the social media, y'all trying to like clown it. I, I, I think it's weird for y'all to have social media and not post nothing. Right. <laughs> I went through my Instagram a few days ago and I was, I was like, I'm so sorry, but some of y'all got to go. Why you been on Instagram since 2018 and you got zero posts on your page? I'm not following you. That's weird. That's and, and to me that pointless. Means that you're either a scoper. Yeah, you're you're stalking somebody or like you're one of those pages that be talking crap to people like giving people death threats and stuff like oh, weirdo yeah, 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 yeah. like mad weirdo yeah. behavior. Yeah. Like you have nothing on your page? Yeah. That's crazy. Like, why are you, you, so you simply exist on social media to, there's, there's a couple people like that. Cam's like that. He literally has an Instagram just to have it. But he has, he Twitter. has pictures on there. He has yeah, pictures yeah, on yeah, his yeah, Instagram. Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. And is he on Instagram? No. All right. So like you post your pictures and then you, Go. you know, like that's not your social media app of choice. choice. Yeah. And then you're gone. But there's people who are actively on a social media and not post nothing mm-hmm. and just yeah, weirdo they're, behavior. They're literally there just to engage, it seems. Like, they're just there to talk to people and look at other people do stuff. I, I, they're voyeurs. I've never seen them really talk to people. Every time I see an account with, like, no nothing on there, it, mm. they're usually, like, talking shit. Like, yeah, they're bots. Yeah, they're literally talking, or trolls. They're trolls, yeah. They're literally just talking shit. And it's just, like, that's weirdo behavior to me. Yeah, like you're on social media and you don't have a picture for your cover. You could, you could, you could put a meme if you're trying to be funny. No, but it's it's the it's the people who want to say the hardy, <laughs> the the cold faces who don't want to lose the yeah who don't want to lose their jobs mm. that they had to do research to well, listen to. Well, let us know how y'all feel. How do you feel about this? This thing that circulates around black women, and I say black women because I don't ever see this discourse with white women. Like, maybe it's because we're not on white women's Instagram or white women's Twitter. Like, is it, it maybe because we're not I on mean, that they, side? They do still, there's, there's still some people who um, come up with, uh, what's the thing called? Uh, Kim Kardashian sex tape. They, they won't let it go. Oh, man. They try a pinky doll. Aw, poor girl. Poor girl. They I love Pinky Doll. Pinky Doll, Pinky Doll went and she been doing things for years. Y'all. And now y'all, now y'all hate her. Uh, no, 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 no. I seen the switch up. Oh my God. It's wild. I don't be on her lives, but she come up on my For You page all the time. And like every time I swipe in and I see her say something like, weird i'd be like you know i'm trying to think what emoji did they give her you know what i mean yeah so i i've been on her page and people are like just on there like that oh you're bad you're Mom, stupid you're what are you doing get a job you're fake now you, you found it. out how much she make. make after you guys find out how much she make you say she's a bad mom. You say her child's bad because he's seeking attention. You say that she's she's horrible because she got a role in Hollywood. Like she got a, like somebody reached out to her to, to put go her to Hollywood, and they're like, oh, she's a squ- uh, squatter or something. They, at first, at first they was hating, hating, hating. Now I see so much support on her lives, and I'm just like, that's crazy. So I, that's motivation. Like keep keep doing even if people are talking crap about you keep doing what you're doing because as soon as like you're seen from higher up people whatever or you get the recognition that you deserve 
all of a sudden, everybody's about to be like, yes, girl, get that bag, mm-hmm. yes. Whatever, they're sending her all the stuff, whatever. They're like, yes, girl, do your thing. And I was just like, the switch up. And it's funny because for me, it happened within like two weeks. Because mm-hmm. literally like a week ago, she was like, they still was talking crap about her or whatever. Somebody leaked her Twitter, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. her OnlyFans or something like that. And then literally like a week later, she started posting T-Pain reposted her, um, Cardi reposted her, mm-hmm. she's on the magazine or whatever, and then all of a sudden, everybody's like, and then she said how much she made, and then now everybody's like, yes, girl, do your thing, get that bag, or whatever. So now all these other AI people are coming out, and they're in their comments call, talk, calling them crazy and stuff like that. One girl said, I was on live for a total of three hours. I made $1,400. Mm. So y'all can keep hating on those on those pages, but then people is making money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all tripping. So leave black women alone. <laughs> Let them do whatever they want, just like y'all do to the other people. Mm. Okay, leave them alone. They're all they're doing is living their life the best that they can, how they want to, in whatever way that supports them and whatever else they have in their life, whether it's their family, their child, their partner. Let them do whatever they want. It is not your life. These uh, parasocial relationships that you guys have is mad weird because you build these relationships with people who have no idea that you exist. And I think instead of instead of talking about the specific people, why don't y'all talk about like just the situation? Like mm-hmm. instead of being like, "Damn, Kiki boyfriend dumb" or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why would oh she should wear whatever she wants or the other way around? Oh, oh, Kiki, mad disrespectful for going to us. Why don't you be like, well, me personally, when I'm looking for somebody, I don't want my person to do right, 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 to, to do X, Y, right, and Z, right. Or I don't like that. You know, if if I'm dating somebody, I wouldn't want them to go on social media or something right, like that. Right. But calling people out of their names and bullying and all this extra stuff. So that's a, it's unnecessary, and it's it's like it already shows that you guys have a lot that you haven't healed from for your childhood. Because everything that we do is to heal our inner child. Y'all not healing your inner child. You're still acting like your child. Yeah. Your well, inner person, your inner child. You're still acting like them. And I don't think... A lot of y'all that keep telling other people to go to therapy, please go to therapy first. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> please go to therapy first. <laughs> therapy is not going to make people uh, agree with what you got yeah. going on. It's also not... I, just, I want y'all to know that y'all make it seem like therapy is going to make you a great person. Only you... Only you can make yourself a great person. You make the decision. Okay, like when you're listening to this podcast and you hear us say things like, you can express your opinion without being assholes. Mm -hmm. You can express yourself without picking on someone. You can express yourself without putting someone else down. Mm -hmm. You can choose whether you say, you know what? I can express myself. I can give my opinion without being mean. I can say it without bullying it. You will then take that information and make the decision to change or not to change. Mm-hmm. Don't go into therapy thinking that they're going to wave a magic wand and make you a good person. You got to be ready for it. You got to be prepared for it. So when we say go to therapy, it does not mean walk into that door and talk to somebody. It means walk into that door and actively make changes in your life. And when you and what you think is a good person and what I think is a good person is two different things. Right. Okay. Okay. Because there's some religions that think that you know, you're a bad person if you walk 
out in the street with your hair out. Or with or, pants on. Or with pants on. So relax. Relax, please. Relax in your also, Thank you for listening. Yes. <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube, please comment, subscribe, and share. Mm-hmm. And if you are listening to this on audio, please share this on all streaming platforms, all social platforms. Be sure to engage with the podcast on our social medias. We're on Instagram. We on TikTok. We on Twitter. We not on Threads because we think Threads is going to crash. That's too much. That's too much apps. <laughs> A message to all you social platforms. We don't need any more connections. We're good. Just fix the ones that we're already on. Mm. Fix it, Jesus. Or stop messing it up. Or stop messing it up. Stop messing it up. Stop messing it up. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. Bye. (laughs) Don't corrupt, pussy asshole. It's corrupt.